0: Fear the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead World Beyond are over, or at least week six of this podcast is just getting started. I don't know. I don't know. how I'm just a very upset about the end of World Beyond right now. So you can't uh, you can't lean on me to to give you a, a really coherent opening. Anyway, it's Josh Wiggler. Sad right now. Joined here by by Jessica Lee, Jess, hi
1: hi josh uh there are many things to be upset about this there's a
0: lot i'm I'm upset about a lot of things right now i guess i'm also upset chappelle chappelle's here chappelle i'm upset about the fear of the walking dead as well
2: yeah i had a lot of notes for fear of the walking dead and then i just wanted to erase them all and just go what (laughs) no same same thing for world World beyond uh spoiler alert my my two notes that i have left are all drunk elton and wait a damn minute. That's all I got. So yeah. you'll have to bear with me for a second as I gather myself.
1: Yeah, I have a lot of all caps. This is, a, <laughs> this is an upsetting
0: week here on the podcast. There's some, some death to discuss. uh, Some near death as well. And like in some cases, like I'm sad about the death and then I'm sad about the not death. Like it's a lot of feelings that I'm feeling right now, Jess, uh, as we're as we're getting, uh, you know, probably pretty close to the end of the line on Fear of the Walking Dead at this point.
1: Yeah, you have to think so. Uh, although, I don't know, time means nothing anymore, Josh. I would not be surprised to find out next week was the midseason finale, but I would also not be surprised to find out we had 10 more weeks of this.
0: Um, I believe, brace yourself, my friends, I believe that next week's episode is the midseason finale. Um And I don't think intentionally so, I think, due to the ongoing pandemic. Have you heard about that? There's a pandemic. Oh. I don't know if you oh, heard. Oh, there's a pandemic? What? Yeah, yeah. So this is breaking news. Um So I believe that next week, so it's Episode 7. Usually they aim for, like, Episode 8 is that mid-season cutoff for a 16-episode season of A Walking Dead show. Um, But they they had a wrap-down uh, production for Episode 7. So that's it. Next week. Chappelle is the the end of the line on fear as it stands
2: Uh, to to be determined. Right. We don't know when it's going to come back. Do we have a a guesstimation? No,
0: no, I don't know. I don't know if they've resumed production or what, uh, but I I would expect that we're not going to get anything from fear again until, you know, probably the soonest like. Spring? Spring of next year?
2: I don't like that. This is the most fun I've had watching Fear for a very long time. So, you know, I'm finally enjoying myself. I have a rhythm going, uh, and I get to talk to you guys, and now they're going to leave me. I have
0: have some good news, Jess. Uh, so, So Fear will be wrapping up next week, but the following week we will have not one, but two hours of The Walking Dead world beyond the end of season one of the walking dead world beyond with a, with a two hour double episode finale on November 29th uh, episodes titled uh, the deepest cut and in this life respectively for the, for the episode nine and episode 10. So we're not, we, we're we're not leaving you next week. We wouldn't leave you without uh, resolving everything that's happened to our sweet little babies, our little uh, truth or darlings. Um, so we're still, we're still sticking around for a little while, but fear is wrapping up. Fear is wrapping up.
2: I'm oh. sad to see fear go, but I I might be a little bit sadder about this two hour episode yeah. of the World <laughs> Beyond. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to expect. It's you a lot. Guys. You got to make, make it make sense, people. It's a lot. Make it make sense. It's a lot. Uh,
1: so I guess they're going to be amazing racing it. That's what we call it when you, when you smash two episodes together to burn them off quickly.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh. yeah. The good old, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fill. It's there that we're filling it up, uh, filling, filling the the gap in the scheduling. So, uh, I know that on Twitter this past week, uh, we received a, a minor complaint, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of love for the podcast. I, I have to say we had, uh, this from, uh, Haru Falcon who wrote it and said, I just want to say, I love your show. The three of Aww. you have the perfect combination Aww. of comedy and commentary. And you know what? Uh, we appreciate that note. We also agree. We think that this is a perfect mm-hmm. podcast as well. I think Flawless. the three of us are on board with this being like <laughs> it's arguably the best podcast. Like this is like, my happy place. You know, this might be we the best podcast.
1: Podcasting.
0: I think yeah. we may have created the medium. Uh, so, <laughs> so we appreciate that, but we also did get one complaint. Is you know we're we're bound to get one uh, on Twitter this past week that was about ah oh, you guys started with World Beyond. Uh can you please start with fear? I had to trudge through world beyond to get to the fear stuff. Uh, and Jess, I think you were the one who was like say please. <laughs> they said please.
1: <laughs> yeah, but after they said start with start with fear next time. Yeah. And I'm like yeah, okay. Um ask me nicely because me nicely. I'm a mom and yeah. I make everybody say the magic word first. Yeah.
0: So the magic That's word true. was said, so we'll do it. We'll do we'll, we'll start with fear this week. Then yep. we'll do world beyond. I listen, I get it. Believe me, I get it. You want to hear fear <laughs> first? That's fine. Make, make some sense to me. I'm totally okay with that. So we'll, we'll get into fear of the walking dead. Uh, before we get into the world beyond, before we get into either of them, let me take a quick second to shout out our sponsors for this episode of Poster Recap. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No subscriptions, no fees. Imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek. Jesse'd like that. Survivor. Jesse'd like that, too. And everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, and Fire TV and start streaming now. Ludo TV drop in, watch free. And now we watch fear the walking dead. Uh, we're time to, to, to bury her by Jasper's whatever. Jasper's bury him out by Jasper's leg.
1: That, is that supposed to be a play on Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee? Because yeah. if it is, it's in very poor taste.
0: Bury her next to Jasper's leg. <laughs> uh, this, the, the cold open for Fear of the Walking Dead this week, Chappelle, I was just waiting the entire time. I was like, all right, Virginia, just say it. We know you're going to say, say it. it. We know you want to say it. Bury her next to Jasper's leg. We know, we know you want to say it. Just say it. I was waiting the whole bear. time. Just like, say it. Then she said it. And she said, and I yelled. I said, she said it. She did
2: it. She did the thing. She did the thing. Yeah, it's, it's like it. when
1: they, it's like when they say the name of a movie in the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: you have to like interrupt the entire movie in the theater and stand up and go, they did it. And then right. you have to sit back down and it's like that no one like, It's like you. that moment
0: in The Perfect Storm when they're out on the boat and like everything is going haywire, and George Clooney looks at Mark Wahlberg and says, at at least it's the perfect storm. You know, like uh, <laughs> all things, everything else is really bad, but at least it's the perfect storm. Uh, or that moment in Castaway when Tom Hanks is on the island uh, and he's talking to Wilson finally, because he now has a companion in Wilson. He goes, Wilson, uh, you're not going to believe this, but I've been cast away. Uh, and Wilson goes, I, sir, I believe it. <laughs> I don't remember Wilson saying that back uh, is that- Yeah, Wilson says, sir, I believe it.
1: Or <laughs> It's like that scene in Rear Window when Jimmy Stewart looks up and he says, I just saw something out my rear window. Right.
0: Yeah. An iconic line in, in cinema history. Uh, also in Ghostbusters, a great line in Ghostbusters is when uh, the Ghostbusters uh, roll up to the to the hotel, the haunted hotel for the first time. And they say, relax, we're the Ghostbusters. And like the everyone pops at that. That's always a, a big, a big moment um, on watching Ghostbusters. I don't want y'all
2: to stop. Keep going. <laughs>
1: okay, it, it's like the time. It's like the time in Con Air when John Malkovich jumps up and he holds the gun up yeah. and he says, "Welcome to Con Air." Yeah. Except that one actually happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Also, like yeah. in The Rock, when Sean Connery says, "Welcome to The Rock," but that one also actually happened. <laughs> yeah. We could do this for a while. I feel like we could go. Back I really enjoy this. I would uh, <laughs> listen to
2: an entire podcast of this, and I am not joking. <laughs> uh,
0: Barrier next to Jasper's leg, which uh, is uh, a big episode for June. It's a big episode for Virginia. It's almost the final episode for Virginia. Uh, We almost lost Virginia this week, Chappelle. Uh, Did you think it was happening?
2: (sighs) No. No, I've seen enough June's anatomy to know that, uh, you know, at some point you're just going to chop off the hand and, and, yeah. and you're going to do the right thing. But I, I really wanted, her, I wanted her to go. I knew this wasn't going to happen. It's just like the middle of a, of a season. This is your big bad. It's not going to happen now, but oh dear God, I wanted it so bad. I was like, this is it. Just do it. Just do it. End it. End it. Do it. We want you to do this. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, June, she let me down. <laughs> I'm not yeah. shocked that she let me down, but she still let me down. I'm a little disappointed.
1: Yeah, I, I never went so quickly from yes, 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 yes to no, 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 no because I don't watch sports. So this is my sports.
0: Yeah, they were like te-
1: watching the Knicks. It
0: was it was literally that, that's my understanding as well. Uh but the the moment when when Virginia got bit on the hand, I was very surprised. I have to yeah. say, like usually in this type of a scene on The Walking Dead these days. And I should emphasize these days. Uh a known character gets into a tussle with a walker, like th- at this point in the episode where there's still probably like 20% of the episode left, maybe 25 even. Who knows? You know, we're, we're entering the last quarter to, to keep it up with basketball. Uh, and you're expecting like, oh, she's just going to roll the thing over and stab it in the head. And now they're just like, we're, we're trapped here. How do we get out? But then it has this added edge of Virginia actually gets bit on the hand. And getting bit on the hand is a very big deal. Uh, that's not like just a nothing thing. Uh, although I do wonder, like, depending on the time, because they really take their time before June chops off the hand. Uh, you would think that, like, maybe, especially because, like, the one guy at the beginning of the episode that June and, uh, Mo Collins, Sarah are, uh, are, are operating on just, like, dies on the table and is immediately a zombie that, I don't know. The timing felt a little strange. It made me think, like, maybe you should just, like, maybe you should start by chopping off the palm.
1: Can you chop off a palm? Like a finger amputation. It's like a mandolin slicer for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> can't you just, like, you can't just, like, cut off a little? No, you probably can't. You probably do just have to chop off the whole thing. Uh But it added this, like, extra edge, Jess, that, like, I wasn't anticipating that, like, she would actually get bit. And so at that point, I was, like, very legitimately off balance for are you- you guys going to kill Virginia here? Does Virginia die in episode six of season six? This is a surprise.
1: Yeah, I, lo- I loved it though. Like I-, I assumed she comes out of there with a hook for a hand and that's not yes. exactly unprecedented in the walking dead universe. We have lots mm-hmm. of people missing extremities. And I think she joins a very elite club here. She joins like the Merle Dixon mm-hmm. and the Aaron and the Herschel green. Mm hmm. It's yeah. it's really it's a good place to be. Didn't did the governor lose a hand at some point? Or in am I thinking comics. of the comics? Yeah. In the
0: comics, he loses comics, an arm. He, yeah.
1: Rick He chops off Rick's arm. And then in the comics, they're like, oh, wait a second. We probably shouldn't have done that because he's our main guy. And now he's got to regret Yeah,
0: Yeah. And then Michonne chopped his arm off on the, in the comics. Yes. It was yes. pretty neat. Uh, it's like a rite of passage to get your, 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 uh, limb cut off. It's gotta so, happen. It's gotta happen at some point. It's, it's like, hazing. To it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't shower for a week. Uh, if you do shower, you have to shower with mustard, uh, instead of shampoo. And also we have to chop off a limb. You choose which one. Uh, I believe yeah. those are the hazing rituals. Um, (laughs)
1: okay (laughs) suck in the zombie apocalypse i mean they already sucked but they suck more now
0: i was surprised i was surprised and i I, it made me think that like okay so they're gonna kill virginia and like the virginia storyline is going to be that like yeah i'm bad but there's someone much worse out there and so like they were gonna do that and the only thing that was kind of holding me back was who have we met in the like the context of like the virginia crew that could that could like step up into a leadership position yet. Like it would be a real story vacuum to lose that character at this moment in time. But at the same time, Colby Minifee is very busy. She's on the boys. I believe she's just been up to series regular on the boys. Um, so I, I would not be surprised to lose her this season, but I would, I would, I was very surprised that we, we were looking at the possibility of losing her this early, but of course, uh, as you said, June's anatomy. Uh, yeah. June to the rest we Well,
2: we, well, we went from law and order to June's anatomy. And I was, I was taken with it. And I think you mentioned a good point at the beginning of the episode, when that guy dies on the table during the ghetto, a- uh, epidectomy. Um, I forgot <laughs> I was watching the walking dead until he reached up and grabbed him. Cause I was fully invested in the medical drama. Like I was like, okay, you know, Tim blade, go in make an incision, a small incision, start there. And then, you know, um, the appendix is very small. You could there. You know what? Never mind. I'm not going to get into the Grey's Anatomy (laughs) of it all. But just know that when he flatlined, I was thinking, okay, well, what would Meredith do? And of course, she's going to try to resuscitate the body, even though she shouldn't, because he probably has a DNR or something like that. Because during a zombie apocalypse, you would want one of those, because if you resuscitate them, they're probably a zombie. And so he reached up and grabbed them. And that's when I thought, oh, dear God, I forgot which show I was watching. I I yelled. I'll admit it. Whatever. Fine. I forgot I was watching a zombie show for a second. But I like medical dramas, so... Yeah.
0: Didn't, uh, didn't Grey's Anatomy recently uh, cross over into Walking Dead territory? Uh, Walking uh, Dead is flirting with Grey's Anatomy, but didn't Grey's Anatomy bring someone back from the dead recently? Oh, uh, we. D- yeah.
1: Um,
2: no spoilers. You, I, 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 no spoilers. I, yeah.
1: Well. Yeah.
2: Yes. The answer is yes.
0: No <laughs> <They're> dealing <laughs> well, with ghosts also, now. They've got. Yeah, a there was also
1: a whole thing. Them. Yeah. There was a whole thing where somebody banged a ghost. Yeah. We
0: went at sex with a ghost on Grey's Anatomy. Why didn't you tell me that sooner?
2: I mean, we we save that for the Grey's Anatomy podcast. Uh, so whenever you're guys, ready. How many, how many patrons does it take for us it's to get the 10, Grey's Anatomy? 10, yeah, we're gonna need a lot.
0: We're a I'll lot. buy those. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna need a lot, a lot more patrons to the Grey's Anatomy podcast. But I, I, I'll do it. I've never seen it really. I've watched like a couple. You haven't episodes. either.
2: You don't deserve that kind of stress. and need to do you, Jess. I want okay. you guys <laughs> to live in happiness, and that <laughs> is not the road to happiness at all. No stars. Do not recommend at all. <laughs> Just give us we only deserve the. Yeah,
1: we only deserve the <laughs> this. stress of the Walking Dead universe.
2: Exactly. Yeah, I just I, all I'm saying is I forgot when they I was waiting on them to call time of death officially, and they did yeah. not because he was
0: re- dead alive, and so not he great. He came back. He came back real fast, though. I do think that. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean the whole the whole thing was it was it was both gripping and then kind of funny uh, in like in a couple of ways. Gripping, like in in the in the filmmaking, you know, it's very tensely shot. Uh, you know, like, we're really claustrophobically in the back of that, like, makeshift, you know, truck meets medical bay. Um, and so, like, you really felt it with June and Sarah, like, trying to save this guy's life and, like, the walkers coming and them trying to, like, stop that. But then I laughed twice. Once was when like, okay, so we're, he's like really nervous. We're putting him under. Sarah, hold up the book. I don't know how to do this. It's like, oh <laughs> please shit. Don't,
2: please don't leave.
0: <laughs> oh God. Yeah. That was, that was, that was stressful. And then, um, when like he flatlines and then immediately comes back as a walker, uh, Jess, we've been talking about the walking dead for a very long time. That's got to be pretty high up there on like, uh, that's got to be the fastest turnaround. On a on a on a death to Walker situation.
1: Well, we learned in season three of Fear that there's a really wide range. It's somewhere within an hour, but it could be a couple of minutes, and it could be fifty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds. But (laughs) I, yeah, it did seem pretty fast. But I also, Guinness is still
0: a thing. Call them up because I think we got a new world record.
1: Yeah, I I don't, I don't know who's running Guinness right now, (laughs) but I I will say. Yeah, I can't get enough of that scene where somebody is dead in front of them and they're having a conversation and they forget that there's a dead guy there that's going to come back and then the dead guy comes back because it's happened like hundreds of times in the Walking Dead universe and it's always hilarious.
2: Well, yeah. the reason they came back so quickly is because June had started the chest compressions. If you guys had seen season one through seven of Grey's Anatomy, you would know. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> but whatever, fine. If you no, guys just sense. want to ignore medical oh, facts yeah. and science, then that's fine. I just didn't know this was the kind of podcast I was on. Thank no, you. No, it makes sense that she, like, uh, here, uh, <laughs> did you guys not watch ER? Jesus. No, no, what no what not what am doing here? drama here? This guy. is a circus. I yeah. can't believe it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jappelle, this is why we have you on here. At, yeah, is, as a medical specialty.
1: Yes, as a general medical surgeon, expert. you know, as a medical TV expert, medical
0: expert. Yeah. Basically, yeah. This yeah. is my wheelhouse. Yeah. This is kind of like how we
1: get Mike Bloom on to be our sports expert.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it's exactly that, except this feels a little more earned. Um, Thank you. Just, yeah. Just, just a touch. Like, I feel like this is more earned. TV medical yeah. expertise from Chappelle feels like a very lived in skill set.
2: Oh, yeah. ER, oh, yeah. Scrubs, and Grey's Anatomy. I can do it all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and everyone has cancer, and I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I did in,
1: watch Scrubs, so i'm with you on that in
0: the so did you as far as this being like the episode that like if every week we're doing something like we're doing law and order or we're doing you know the wild west or whatever like we're doing like a different thing every week did this feel like uh a fitting nod to the medical drama space for you chappelle
2: yes and here's why because there's the moment where um Uh, June is talking to John Dory and John Dory is like, we got to get out of here. And June's like, I have to help people. He's like, you want to save people? This is how you do it. And she's like, how is leaving with you going to save people? He's like, okay, yeah, that's a bad idea, but still (laughs) run away with me. (laughs) Love me, pick me, choose me. And then all the Meredith gray fans in the the crowd are like throwing our tissues at the screen, crying because he's perfect, but she needs him, but he needs her even more. It was everything I needed and more. You guys need to go watch Grey's Anatomy season one through five. Dory, so you know do, you,
1: do you wish Dr. this on Dory?
2: Yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> it's that is the state of Grey's Anatomy for me forever. It, yeah, <laughs> be confused because that's exactly how I feel too. But yeah, <laughs> it, it hit all the notes. You go, John Dory. You you
0: you go. Get <laughs> out of there, John Dory. out of there. Skipping, skipping town. I um, ain't mad at him. <laughs> this was this was but this was a moment for me that was like. John Dory's whole thing when we first met him was like, I got to find Laura. And it's like, I'm not Laura. Okay, I'll, I'll call you whatever you want me to call you. I needed to find you and I did it. And then like they get separated. It's like, I got to find Laura. I mean, June, I got to find June. And then they're separated for a while. And then he finds her and then they get separated again. And so like he's constantly pining for June. And now June is very insistent on like, I actually am going to stay and John Dory dips. And he's gotta know that that's gonna be very suspicious. It's gonna be very sus that John Dory is gone. He's gonna be looking real sus. And that's gotta be looking not great for June as well. So not only is he leaving without June, but he's also putting June in a horrible spot by, by dipping out on Virginia. And like, there's one part of me that's like, okay, well, maybe there's like a piece of him that's thinking like, well, she knows where I live. She's been to the cabin. She could figure it out. She'd be able to find me again. If she really wants to find me, maybe that'll be the test. Like I have put in a lot of legwork here for June. Does June feel the same way or should I let her go? And I just want to go play Scrabble by myself and pluck more teeth from my head back at the old cabin in the woods. Uh, and on some level, I get that. But on the other level, you got to, you got to imagine, at least if like, you know, we were to follow this logically, that June's in in deep shit and probably isn't going to get her hospital. You know, she's going to get, like, (laughs) grilled by Virginia. Like, hey, where's your man? That guy has one of the keys. He can't leave. This isn't good. I know that you saved my hand, but I'm also Virginia, and I'm a terrible person. So, like, I'm going to take this out on you. So I feel like this was a very un-John Dory decision, Jess. It just made no sense to me at all.
1: Not to mention this is a very un-June decision because – This is like a Morgan level face turn, (laughs) but she is like, how does she go from I'm so nomadic that I can't even tell anybody my real name and I'm going to change my name 12 times to I have a responsibility to stay here and build a thing like that's not June and that's also not John. So it's like they switched places somehow.
2: Can you blame John, though? Like, he's looking at June like, I don't even know who you are anymore. And honestly, who wouldn't? She, Virginia strikes fear into the hearts of these people. Every time someone says her name, people like cringe and they're afraid of her. Exactly. Or she must not be named, you know? And did you have the moment to take this person out and you're like, but I'm I, I want to do the greater good and save people. John Dory's like, no, that's not what we talked about. That is not what we rehearsed. We did and not so, discuss this. Right. Like yeah. literally everybody looks at her when she says it too, Like, so you could have killed Virginia. Like, uh, what's the guy who's on the table uh with the shrapnel in him? Oh Wes. He's, Wes. Uh, yeah, Wes is laying the there and he's yeah. like, Um, I'm sorry, what? You you had a chance to kill her and you did it. Why? Why is she still alive? And she's like, Well, she made us a deal. Well, thanks. Thank you for trusting Virginia of all people. And I, I I'm with John Dory. You go, John Dory. Get out of there. Like you she's not the son. You are the son. Yeah. That's like another suggest- great anatomy
0: reference. But that makes sense to me. That she does that mean that he's the center of the galaxy and she's not like you gotta prioritize yourself. You gotta yeah, take care go, of
1: yourself. Put on your own you. oxygen mask first.
2: Yeah. That's true. Exactly. Exactly. She wants to start a hospital. And she just thinks Virginia is going to do. And Virginia has given you no reason to believe this except I need my arm chopped off now, you know, so (laughs) I'm with John Dory. When I saw the fork in the road, I knew what was coming. And I was grinning from ear to ear, but I was, I was shocked that he did it. But I
0: I, I saw it coming. Yeah. It was a very uh, fast and furious seven type of ending. I'll tell you Um, all about it when I see you again, uh, as John Dory races off.
1: And, I mean, Uh, he doesn't have a choice whatsoever because he's seen what happens when you get on the wrong side of Virginia. She just, like, runs this long con on you until she figures out a way to get you dead for the benefit of her community. And he knows that she doesn't like him. He's got to get out of there.
0: But right then and there, (laughs) can he just, like, be like, all right, so June doesn't want to leave yet. I got to stick around long enough to convince June. Like, June, we have to go. She's not going to give you the hospital. Let's talk this through for more than five minutes. And I will explain to you, because I've been around Virginia for a while now, why this is not going to work out. He doesn't even try to have the conversation. Is it so desperate that you got to go right now because you're at that very specific fork in the road? Is that it?
1: I would say yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. He's not not going to get another chance to dip like this. Yeah. Yeah. And she was dead to rights. She was there
2: about to be zombified. Or she could have just chopped her head off with the axe. I mean, there are a ton of things you could have done to make this a happy ending. You were not in John Dory. You you take
1: care
0: of you. I'm happy for John.
1: I'm Scott evil in this scenario. Why don't you (laughs) just kill her? Well, I think that that's
0: the issue is I think that there are things that happened in this episode that happened because like plot structure like dictated it to happen, or even episode structure dictated it to happen. It's like, all right, well, we got to save all these people from the oil geyser. That person's injured. That person's injured. That person's injured. Load them up to the truck unsupervised. Put them in the truck completely unsupervised. The ones that are very close to death and the ones that are not that close to death but are still strapped to gurneys and will be at the mercy of the ones who are dead and come back to (laughs) life. Like they really forgot in this episode that when you die, you come back. Uh, and to load anybody at any amount of people, uh, wounded people into the truck without one like able bodied living person there uh, felt like a, that felt like a bad choice. I felt like a bad choice. So that was one thing. And then the other thing is like, yeah, I think that the way that June is reacting to Virginia in this episode and like deciding to like go ahead and like save her life after like all of this about face stuff. And uh, OK, well, if you promise me a hospital, I'll chop off your hand. Like, that doesn't feel particularly in character. I think a bunch of decisions that don't feel particularly in character, but need to happen to, like, I don't know, get John Dory on the road, either to the cabin or to be intercepted by Morgan so he can join the Morgan squad, whatever's going to happen there. Um, It just, it felt like this is, like, the story is demanding that these people are split up up at this moment in time, even if it doesn't make a ton of sense for the characters themselves.
1: I gotta zoom out even further here, because what Virginia did this episode didn't make any sense whatsoever. Like she is supposed to be the leader and she's supposed to instill confidence and she's supposed to have authority over everybody. So I don't understand why she's got to go into the middle of this exploding oil rig and insert herself into this very serious drama in a world where people die and come back. So she's going to, potentially be driving her SUV into flaming, angry zombies. And (laughs) she should have a little bit for this. Yeah, she has people for this. She doesn't she needs to think a little bit more about her self-preservation. Like you do not get this far in the zombie apocalypse without thinking about taking care of yourself, as we've just noted. And Virginia is doing none of that. She's like, ooh, something's on fire. I want to go see.
2: Like,
1: Do you not have a DVD player? (laughs)
2: <laughs> they They seem to have forgotten that they were in a flaming oil field as well, so they forgot about those people in the in the gurneys and the half dead of it all, but they were chilling they were hanging out i mean the questioning people but y'all are seconds away from explosion, and y'all are just hanging out. Just, just talking and interrogating and arguing, like, how about we get out of the bomb that we're just standing in the middle of, for before we start to have these discussions? I think we can have them elsewhere where it's not raining oil or a Texas tea, as they say, um, <laughs> black <I was>, hole <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that. Um, so for me, that was kind. Of, yeah, they kind of lost track of you know, kind of the scenery a little bit for me. You know, they were all their their lives were in danger aside cool. from the normal. Yeah, it was it was vi- visually appealing. It but great. also what yeah <laughs> like, I would have been out product, of
0: there. Product, maybe like a lot of investment in production value for this episode, and less so in like making the story make a lot of sense. Because I w- I will say like fully to the credit of the show, um, this was one of the more visually impressive episodes of The Walking Dead I've seen in a long time. I think that the it's way that they gear. the w- the way you know the way that they rendered it I think uh, was was really brilliant and like again camera work like just it, it like felt like felt like very like I don't know like children of menish. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like it had like, uh, it had this quality of like really on the ground in the trenches. It's just like oil is raining down. It had this real funky post-apocalyptic vibe to it that like on a post-apocalypse show, like sometimes like the walking dead shows just like all look the same. Uh, and this episode looked distinct. Um, yeah. so I, I gotta, I gotta tip my cap to that. I thought that they they did a great job on that. Who uh, directed this one, Josh? Who directed this one? Uh, Sherat Rahu, uh, who I who I don't know. Um, well,
2: they're responsible for one of my favorite lines this season, which is don't look up into the oil as it rains down on you. It's going to burn. And then someone says, How do you know? Have you done this before? <laughs> like, no, I think common sense would say, Don't look into the oil rain <laughs> so your face doesn't burn off. I don't know. Like, so it doesn't get in your eyes, maybe. It was that's one of my favorite lines. I screamed, I laughed
0: very loud. <laughs> has directed a lot of television. Um, okay. some some uh some Shonda shows uh not Grey's Anatomy, gra- not Grey's Anatomy. How dare you. Uh the qu- yeah. the quick scan indicates that the only uh doctor show medical drama is The Good Doctor. I've seen a few. Yeah. I well, not seen all of it, but I've seen a few. <laughs> to the Good Doctor episode 23 Carrots is the uh. name of the the episode. Uh, but a really great job I thought uh in terms of like just converting sort of like the exploding oil fields to to life. Uh and like it was comforting cuz I don't know about you again pandemic. Uh it's still very weird to me to watch even characters on screen getting mm-hmm. like really close to each other. I'm like, "No, too close." Like I'm like I'm very traumatized in this way. And so even television is like sometimes like it's like guys, let's separate a little bit. So the fact that they were all wearing masks at a certain point I was like good. Good. This is normal. This is right. This is what you should be doing. Wearing mm-hmm. masks in the oil field was the was the right way to go. Um, Yeah, I think like this. This was a mixed bag for me, and like there were there were ways in which I think that this was one of the best episodes of Fear the Walking Dead this season. And then there were like some like story points that just like didn't fully make sense to me. Like I think June's logic doesn't make a ton of sense to me given what we know of June so far. um, And I I'm still just not buying John Dory. Like John Dory for all of like for everything. The only thing John Dory gives a shit about is June. And so for him to like hightail it out of there. Is he just like so traumatized by, by what happened to uh to Janice? It's like, uh, you weren't here to see what they did to Janice. Yeah, you dude.
2: don't know you don't know them like I know them.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I gotta get no. out of here. What they did well, to Janice got, is messed up. Let's
2: let's be real. John Dory's coming back, right? He's gotta he's John Dory. That's his whole being, right? He he's coming back. He's riding in on his I don't know what he's riding in on, I yeah. guess in his truck. His <laughs> but truck. he's yeah, on his white horse and he's gonna he's gonna save the day or, He'll back. or something. He'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah.
1: Um, I have a lot of I have a lot of through line things to talk about this episode, because I feel like we got a lot of callbacks to things that no sane human should be expected to remember.
2: Yeah, I was like, who's Wendell?
1: Well, (laughs) I will never forget Wendell because Wendell and Sarah are the reason I'm still watching this show, apart from Josh Wigler making me watch this show.
0: (laughs) Making is strong. I think okay. making is the correct term. Yeah. <laughs>
2: you guys yeah. don't see what I see off. Uh, the <laughs> listeners, you don't know. but Josh, is ha- he has just under
0: the rest. <laughs> I have, I have, uh, yeah, I, I I can neither confirm nor deny. But Chappelle, we're going to talk about that yeah. offline.
1: I mean, Josh <laughs> promised he would build me a hospital and I still haven't
0: seen it. <laughs> I'm working on it. We haven't hit that patron tier yet. We're working
1: on no, it. No, we have no. not. But yeah.
0: it's after the Grey's Anatomy rewatch.
1: Yeah, somewhere up in the twenty thousand. That is,
0: that, that, I mean, that's the hospital we're building. The hospital the name of that podcast. Yeah,
1: because yeah. at that point we're we'll, we're all going to need a hospital. Yeah, it's
0: going to be. Cool. <laughs> um, we got to get to the hospital. That's the podcast.
1: It's yeah, a, that's a, great that's show. Great show. Great show. It's it's wonderful. Would um,
0: you all listen to the three of us doing the hospital as a podcast? I feel like probably yeah, right. You know, I think that'd be good. They can't it's see it's, my grin. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think it could be good. I think it could be good.
1: Could we just like watch a different medical drama every week? Yeah, I,
0: think yes. that work. I think that could yes. work. Think that could. could do
1: some Saint Elsewhere. All right, we could yes. do
0: some... these are ideas. Uh, we could do both both ideas.
1: ERs. This is a good yeah. test
0: of two things. One, um, uh, is this a good idea? And two, is this thing on? Because if this thing is on, <laughs> hit us up. Let us know. Do you want the hospital? Hit up Chappelle and Jess and myself on Twitter. You want the hospital? Let us see, know. I, is this thing on? See, now you
1: see how Josh can sound a lot more menacing than he mm-hmm. thinks he does. Because yeah. I yeah. feel like somebody yelling in my ear, do you want the hospital?
0: Do you want I, the hospital?
1: I, <laughs> tell I, me I don't where, don't where know the hospital is.
0: I, tell me where the hospital is. Listen, I've seen oh, a lot man. of 24, so I've got you know, big Jack Bauer energy. <laughs> yes. That's what I, I, I reserve for the hosts. I don't show this to the audience very often, but I'm a very intimidating figure.
1: It's true. It's true. So Anyway, we need to talk about some through lines here because we got some answers to some questions that if we really cared about the show, we probably would have had these questions. Mm-hmm. So someone out there who's really invested in the show um, already knows this, but the rest of you might be confused. So we got some Luciana. And the three of us did not know what happened to her. We were like, mm-hmm. where'd she? This was apparently established at the end of last season. The first time they run into Virginia, they're at this oil refinery. And she says, well, if you let the rest of my people go, I will work here. And it is yet to be determined if Luciana knew that Virginia apparently went back on that deal as well, because... Everybody's still working for Virginia, and Luciana is also still working there. And I never quite got why exactly it was an attractive bargain for her to go work at the oil refinery. Um, I, maybe she has some experience in this that we've heretofore never referred to. Yeah, I to, don't but,
0: remember. I don't yeah. remember when we met her back in season two, I think, is when we first met Luciana.
1: She just kind of showed up. We never really got the introduction of Luciana. She's just sort of there. Yeah. But yeah, so she's already been there. And also Wes uh, is somebody we've seen before. He was the guy on the motorcycle who was like the first person to discover the tapes and like learn about the world of Al through the tapes. He was
0: spray painting all that cool shit in the trees. And Alicia yes. was like, oh, cool. I'd like to spray paint some stuff as well. Uh, like so when paint. he was under duress in this episode, when Virginia's like, what are you doing with all this paint? Are you the guy who's, who's spray painting this stuff? Like, I wanted him to just be like, no, I just love painting. Ask literally anyone. This was I mean, my
2: whole thing. That's what he said. she yeah. just didn't care? Yeah, maybe. She's she like, didn't yeah. care. "Why do you have this paint? I like. Well, I like painting. I'm a yeah, painter. Yeah, but why do you like to paint? Well, I really like painting. I love mm. it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> why do you like it? Oh it's soothing. <laughs> it's so awesome. It's awesome. It's just why self-care. are you yelling at me? I have a right. piece of shrapnel in me, and I like to paint. I'm not maybe the guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and I I also have some meta commentary mm. uh, because. I was really living for the moment where the woman at the top of the episode, the Jasper's leg lady smiles at the tyrant and tells her that she looks scared because smiling at a tyrant and telling them to look scared is a really fun thing to do. And also the tyrant suggesting they're the only thing protecting you from the bad things when in fact they are the bad thing. I feel like that's also, it that might be relevant somewhere. Somewhere. So I enjoyed that as well.
0: Trying to apply that somewhere where I'm having a hard time. Uh, I thought that the 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 woman who got buried next to Jasper's leg uh, looked a lot like Sarah.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought it was yeah. for a second. No, that was Paige. But
2: yeah. uh, I I too, when I saw Sarah walk on the screen, I was like, she's back. I thought yeah. she just. And I was like, oh, okay,
1: yeah, come back, come back. But come back. it right. also begs the question. It seemed like it seemed like Virginia was familiar with this woman, like she had seen her before, and we were not previously under the impression that the end is the beginning. People were coming from inside the house, as it were. Right. Yeah. Because so, there was one guy who didn't know who Virginia was.
0: Well, so is is that what we think is going on as we're trying to track this speaking of through line stuff, right? Like, the end is the beginning. Virginia is obviously very scared about a contingent. She wants an army to be built. We have discussed, is it Morgan? Is it, uh, is it the the people from from last week with the masks? Like, who is it that she is so concerned about? Um, do we think that she's concerned about an uprising from within? Is this a group of people that she's specifically nervous about working from from the outside? I think the way in which she was interrogating people this week makes me feel like she's concerned about like of like a resistance within within her own her own crew.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. she should be because she kicked out some perfectly able bodied people to hang out outside of. You know, outside of the gates planning a resistance and apparently this didn't bother her at all and those are a totally different group of people as far as we know yeah
2: yeah i wanted to i wanted to mention that too so that zombie uh walker person had those those wolverine claw things on their hand they, t- they taped the razor blades on yeah, their hand right and, and so actually i believe that was
0: closer to saber who had
2: <laughs> <a little> sharp <laughs> nails
1: well, th- that's
2: fair Just Just, that is very fair. Uh, so is that what is that going to do? (laughs) That's what
0: we're asking. Was that that on him when he
1: was alive, or did they weaponize the zombie? I don't
0: know. It's like maybe it's just like a, a full on dick move. It's like this one's gonna be a walker, and that would be bad enough, but a walker with razor blade fingers, you are in big trouble now. Uh, so it's just like, it's for no reason other than it being just like a really shitty thing to do.
2: Yeah, she, she. I just don't, I don't understand. I feel like I missed something with that. Why do they have?
0: I don't know they, either. Like, I've wondered that myself. Because like, it's
2: badass.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> that. it's like, oh, well, you, you thought that you got used to zombies, but what about a zombie with a little extra reach thanks to razor blade <laughs> fingertips? Uh, these little saber tooth nails. Yeah, but if
1: they scratch you, like you're not gonna get infected from that. I feel like you're just prolonging yeah. the inevitable.
0: Yeah, but you know what it might do is give you a heart attack because like you think that you've been scratched by a walker, you're like, oh shit, I'm done, only to realize that it's just razor blades, and then you like have this, you know, you start to calm down a little bit after that initial shock of terror. And then it's gonna instill you with a lot of anxiety of like, There's someone out here putting razor blades on walker fingers? What kind of asshole's doing this? Then like you'd be very scared moving forward. I wouldn't like any of that. That would make I I wouldn't have made it this far into the apocalypse where people are getting creative enough to put razor blades on zombie hands. Uh but if I on the off chance I was still around, like I'd be like, this is too much. This is too far.
1: Can we have yeah. I could, this is bad. I would just say I have mad respect for anybody that attempts to weaponize zombies. I've always said this is the thing that people should be doing in the zombie apocalypse. You have basically walking perpetual motion machines that kill everything they touch. You need to be using that for your own benefit.
0: Yeah. Um, Jess, how did we get on? uh, So we were texting and we got on the topic of uh, what we thought might be going on with this other group. Am, am I am I ringing any bells right now?
1: Yes, let me find this. Uh, we oh yeah, talking, yeah we here it talking, is.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's right after um, Ginny got f and bit all in caps. It says, <laughs> I, "I said to you." So my crackpot theory is this: the end is the beginning. Guys are trying to get a nuke or other mega firepower so they can destroy everything and make a second apocalypse, and then it descended into stand jokes.
0: Yeah, we just started uh, my life for you, trashy uh, Chappelle. What do you think of this idea that? maybe there is a group that is like wanting to end all of this and the key leads to like a nuclear weapon of some kind uh and they are going to try and like raise this community and start over again could we be it could somebody be like trying like the end is the beginning of the end uh do we think that there might be something to this
2: I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like that. No, scary. Scary. Uh, I, I get nervous anytime someone starts talking about like nuking everything. Like, how are we supposed to pull ourselves out for the rubble and start anew? I don't, I don't want that because what I don't know the This logistics is a weird TV show
1: for you right. to be podcasting about. <laughs>
2: Yeah yeah, well it just it just frustrates me because I'm thinking like, well how do you make sure you survive that? Is it because Morgan's building a a, a like a bomb shelter? I don't I'm not quite sure. Uh so I I could see it happening honestly
1: on this show, but I don't like it. No, I don't want that. That's scary. I don't don't think they succeed because we already know continuity wise that we go on for much longer after this. They clearly don't burn everything down and salt the earth because Alexandria is fine. Omaha's was fine. Uh, It, but I think that's probably like, they're going to find them and Mm -hmm. they're like, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. right? (laughs)
0: Yeah. I can see that. It's interesting. Yeah. Interesting idea. I mean, uh I was about to say we haven't really seen a death cult on The Walking Dead before. And then I was like, Oh yeah, the Whisperers, the Wolves, yeah, yeah we've yeah. Seen cults. We've seen death cults. But That's I think a, I, a nuclear death cult. <laughs> yeah. Uh <a> reunion of <laughs> Sarah metal and, band. Sarah and Wendell back together by the end of this episode. And it feels Yay. so good. It feels so good. Uh, I was worried that we weren't gonna check back in on Wendell. It's like when Sarah's like, uh ah, here's a drink to you, Wendell, wherever you are. It's like, oh, they killed Wendell, didn't they? And then he shows back up at the end. It's like, oh great, we got him back. Uh but he's got he does uh NCIS New Orleans, uh, Daryl, Daryl Chill Mitchell. Uh so he's he's a he gets guest star credit on this episode. Mo Collins is a series regular. So that actually does make me nervous for uh his longevity on this show. don't don't, don't touch Wendell I love Wendell well he they brought him back to work in the
2: hospital
0: yeah question mark I think he's like we're gonna build a hospital we're gonna need all the all the people we can get to work on it and so part of her terms so June's terms were promise me the hospital and bring back Wendell I mean I guess is you know decent terms you know well
1: she's getting all the people together Yeah, yeah like it'll be really convenient when Morgan comes for everybody and just get Mm -hmm. all the people yeah. And in the meantime, she's built a hospital.
2: Yeah. And it is convenient too, because she because Sarah at that point should have been looking at her like she was a crazy person for not killing Virginia. And so now she said, But look, Sarah, I brought you a thing. I brought you a window. <laughs> like, okay. You know,
0: it's fine now. <laughs> That's fine. Uh Virginia Any, can live. Anything further on fear before we switch over to the world beyond? Uh, no. It's a no. It's a no, it's an acceptance. Um,
1: it's no. I had some weird medical questions about zombies. Well, okay, luckily
2: I'm here. So yeah, Chappelle's here to
1: answer. <laughs> yeah, so things. medical expert, Chappelle,
0: Doctor Chappelle, mm-hmm. general there's, surgeon. Yeah. Yes,
1: the zombie that dies on the operating table is under sedation. Yes, are we just meant to understand that as soon as he dies, there's no more sedative in his body, and his body no longer reacts to that? Which leads me to the question: Like, could you medically sedate a zombie?
2: Interesting. Those are great questions, and the answer is yes.
0: <laughs> that's it that's all i got for Feels you It like a lot yes. of work to sedate a zombie
2: yeah yes. it does it should be a lot of work to sedate anybody in the middle of a zombie apocalypse but yeah once he once he died it looks like he was yeah he's back <laughs> full, full fully kicking you know yeah. full zombie. yeah yeah again another reason why i was kind of shocked when he just popped up but again you know it might be a little bit out of the norm considering he, you know he is a zombie so I let certain things slide, certain things that wouldn't go on on Grey's Anatomy, and certain things that would.
0: <laughs> yeah, I let them slide.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I have a part two to this, but I think it's more germane to the conversation we're going to have about the next program.
0: Okay, so uh, let's let's wrap up the fear conversation. See, fear first. We did fear first. So if you're mm-hmm. if you're out on World Beyond, you can tune out now. Uh, you're welcome. Although I don't know why <laughs> you're uh, tuning out because this is, we're we're just. We're just getting started, uh, but we will get started talking about World Beyond after this quick break. All right. Walking Dead, World Beyond. And if, if you didn't watch the episode, I'm just going to I'm just going to say it here right up front. There's a spoiler coming up. We're going to start with the end because Chappelle, did Silas punch Tony's face off? Like, what happened? What's going on here? What is happening? Tony the Great is done. It was, what a shock. Yeah. They killed him. They killed Tony. Too quick. Yeah. Too soon. <sighs> yeah, I, they I
2: don't think Silas. Silas didn't do this, right? Silas Silas did it. Silas, did what this. did you do? He didn't do this. This is what not his doing. Silas. I mean, he can, we know he can physically punch someone's face off. We've seen him yeah. do it yeah. several times at this point. Um I don't think this was him. I just don't. I don't know who else it could have been or for what other reason
1: <laughs> this could happen. But yeah. just push I, his face off. I have a better theory. What's up? Silas is a werewolf.
0: Yo. He heard a first. Oh. Okay. okay. Now we got action. <laughs> Look. Okay. So Walking Dead World Beyond the title World Beyond. Mm-hmm. It was a clue all along that this mm-hmm. show was branching us out into territory beyond the world of zombies. We're getting some new monsters in the house, werewolves, showing up. On this cross-country trek to New York and Silas is patient zero. I love it. I'm in on this theory.
1: I mean, for all you people that are, you know, there's skeptics out there. They're saying this is not plausible. There can't be a werewolf in the zombie apocalypse. I just say to you, why are you so bent on your realism in your zombie apocalypse shows? Because there ain't zombies either. Sit on that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Why can't there be werewolves in uh, Strigoi in mm-hmm. the world of there be Strigoi. There could be Strigoi. Well, we've already
2: discovered magic.
0: Yeah, there's so, magic. Oh, look, magic is look, back. Look, yeah, yeah look, at, is magic. look at Elton and Elton and his Queen of Hearts. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that Elton. At least, if we were going to lose Tony the Tiger, that we needed someone to pick up the the wand in his stead. Uh, it would yeah. appear that uh, that Elton is going to be our our new resident wizard among the crew. Oh dear God, uh. no.
2: Yeah. Can I can I be transparent? I was kind of happy to see Tony go. Yeah, because you hate Hornberger. Yeah. I don't. I hate Hornberger. Yes, but I really didn't like the influence he was uh, he was having on Elton. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> Elton's got a, a lot going against him with this corduroy like vest and suit, yeah. and you know, he's a little weird, and he's a, he's a science kid, and it seems like he has a thing for hope a little bit. Oh, and so he's got a he's got a lot going against him, and what's not what's not going to help him is magic tricks. So I needed Tony to go because it's like, it turns Elton's creep level down just a tad. Yeah, Don't get me wrong. Like
0: it's going to be too soon for him to do magic again now that Tony's dead. He's going to be like, I, this doesn't feel right. No, Tony's if gone. He, if he finds Tony's like magic like book, you know, no, where no, he starts like, he becomes in. the
2: mage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to be disgusted. Yeah, Tony has Young to go Merlin. Because,
0: Young Merlin over yeah, here.
2: I can't do it. I think Elton might have a chance to grow into a well-adjusted human being, or he could become a magician. And okay. so I'm really hoping that he he this Tony Death will push him in the other direction. He can be a scientist like his dad or something. But this isn't this isn't it.
0: Yeah, uh, he's, yeah no. he's gonna he's gonna yeah he's gonna get sorted in a Ravenclaw any minute now. The the deeper Listen, he and, gets,
2: yeah. And I have no issue with magic. It's magicians that's the problem. So there's like a, a spectrum, <laughs> right? Like, like the it's wizards and yeah, yeah, wizards and witches are at the top and sorcerers. Yeah. And then, like, mm,
0: down yeah, magicians there. Magicians are tough. Magi- magicians. I get that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because look at Hornberger, R.I.P. Before he died as Hornberger, he's still talking in magician language to them as if things are like as if it's normal. Like, feast your eyes, ladies and gentlemen, on this map. Like, you gotta go, kid. That you gotta tough. go. It was tough. I would I wanted to punch his face in in that moment and I just felt really bad. So when he shows up, that his face
0: was punched in, I wasn't terribly upset. I, was I wasn't necessarily upset so much as I was, I was, Jess, I was genuinely shocked. I, I was texting you. I was like, I think the show might be building up like a Felix and Tony thing. Like, I'm kind of feeling like Felix and Tony might be like, are we shipping this? Like, they seem like really tight. They seem really close. Yeah. Like, I kind of was, I was kind of vibing on that. And then like five minutes later, Tony shows up with his face punched off. Is it punched
1: off, eaten off? Do we know exactly what's happened to off. his face? You cannot, I don't care how good of a puncher you are, you cannot punch somebody's face all the way off. Yeah, mm-hmm. There's got to be you? a weapon involved. <laughs> and I don't know. I- I've never I tried. See, I don't see werewolf Silas going to the <laughs> weapons closet. Like that's not a thing that's going to happen. But I, I was shocked. Well, to he's a because, werewolf and he's
0: got his little saber tooth uh, claws. That's can't true. Even, he can't just like grab a face
1: off. What if, what if that zombie we saw in fear was actually like? What if those claws were real and he's like a werewolf zombie?
0: That's cool. I like this it. Is, it's cool. Like it's cool. I'm, I'm yeah, for it's it. Cool. It's cool.
1: Yeah, I, I but, like it.
0: Yeah, I like all of that. Do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that.
1: It was even weirder though, because you bring in a name actor who's had a very recognizable role and you bring him on for two episodes. That's it. That's all we're getting. I was surprised at that. I think it was really very much in the line of watching a law and order episode and mm-hmm. like the, you, sh- you see like it's all these, it's all these actors that you've never seen before. And then like one of them is like, Campbell Scott or somebody that's sort of a hey, it's that guy. And you're like, oh, well, that guy's got to be the murderer. This right. is the same thing. Like, we knew this guy was in for the long haul because we've seen him before. And then it turns out not to be true. And it's like way to you know, way to pull a magic trick on us. Yeah. Walking Dead World Beyond.
0: It's especially because uh he was like, nah, we've got an announcement. Me and uh the young Percy, my squire, we're sticking around. We're coming to New York. We're doing this. And then like five seconds later, he's got, he's lost his face. Uh, Chappelle, we've seen Tony fake his own death once before (laughs) with the assistance of visual effects and stage makeup. Is there any chance that this is just another, like he has like a Tony prosthesis, like he's got a prosthetic Tony lying around for occasions (laughs) such as these. And could we could we buy that our intrepid crew of endlings would believe that this fake dummy dead Tony is actually a real dead Tony?
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> I mean, you ask a couple of questions that have a couple of different answers. So uh is there a possibility? Yes. Of course there is. We just saw it. They just did this last episode. Of course there's a possibility. Um and Percy's missing, right? They were looking for Percy and found Tony's face punched off so silas ate him yeah basically uh but yeah so is there a possibility yes am i supposed to buy it no i don't buy it but is there a possibility yeah of course because percy's gone so th- what's the con here what do they what do you accomplish in this moment like now we know where the dad is and so now we can escape but we have to punch your face off first and then they'll be distracted and accusing silas and then I also got him drunk so he passed out in the stall and now we can make off toward your dad because we have the map. Is that what's right.
0: happening? Yeah, like they all like start running around. We got to find Percy. Silas did this. Like they're all stuck in their own bullshit. Meanwhile, Percy and a very much still alive Tony <laughs> are uh, grabbing all of their shit. and Now it's like a, it, they're doing the same con, but because they did like a deliberately poor job before, now they've rolled out like the deluxe kit where you they're like to. yeah this is like this is a this is like we've busted out the real special effects here for the dead tony mannequin uh and so now they're it. able to successfully like make off with the bag. So we call it. this the James Ford. Hmm. Yeah, this yeah, is the they, Long Con. This is it. break
2: glass in case of emergency and pull yeah. out
0: the prosthetic. am <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if that's the case, I actually don't Bravo, mind it. Bravo, right? Like I'm, this is no, a, this I'm is here a, for a, it. Forget sleight of hand, this is sleight of face. This is very impressive <laughs> stuff. Very impressive. Yeah, I'm what still happened? not. Yeah, come, what yeah, it, I'm still kind of not going to buy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: not going to buy that. That that Silas is not a mean drunk. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> just, is that what happened here? Silas just I, I was supposed, like get like angry, wasted, and just like uh like just like a little murdery in a booze filled Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't tell
2: me not. You don't tell me. Come here, come here, Tony. I'll tell you. I no could. Matter. I could hold
0: my liquor.
1: I'm not a drunk.
0: (laughs) Uh, I don't like magic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I think this is a good time to go to the other half of Haru Falcon's feedback here. Yes. um, Mm -hmm. Because I I liked this comment. Um, You want to know how I know that Silas didn't do it? Because they cut to him about twenty times during the episode. Every time Percy talked to Iris, they sure did. They cut so many times. I started hearing the Price Is Right sad trombone every time they did it. Yeah. it happened a lot
0: it happened a bunch uh, there were a lot of these great moments where they just kept cutting to Silas uh, I think my favorite was when Percy like won't stop going after uh, Hope when he's like no tell me the real worst thing you ever did and then they like cut Silas to at one point thing. and Silas goes hey stop it face. Face. Yeah, just like <laughs> hey cut that up. <laughs> I'll I'll literally punch your head off.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> if you don't cease no at Uh-oh. least your uncle, yeah. I'm gonna go get Tony. <laughs> warning, here's a warning shot. I'm gonna go punch your uncle's head off. <laughs> punch his face. Clean off his head. If you don't Shut cut out, this bro. out right now. Um Yeah, I mean like it's very it would be it would be very obvious if it was Silas, the show wants us to believe it was Silas, but is it so obvious that like, maybe, maybe he really did. Maybe he got really (laughs) angry and he just like, he let it out. He went full Hulk. No, no. I know. Maybe he's like, he's, 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 you know, reverse transformation from whether it's werewolf mode or Hulk mode. And that's what he's doing in the stall being like, Oh my God, what have I done? (laughs) At least my (laughs) pants still fit Hulk style. Um <laughs> <She's so> drunk. <laughs> and where's and where's Percy in all of this? So like if it was if it wasn't Silas, who was it? Did did Percy do this? Does Percy have some sort of ulterior motive and he got into some sort of like altercation with with <laughs> Tony? And he's been meaning to kill Tony for a while, and now he's setting up Silas and he told Iris to go and wait for him in the Shag Palace so that like he could like get like develop an alibi. Like is this is is this
1: Percy? This is a very long con. If so, because it sure seems like I don't think that Percy has been around long enough to know that Silas gets murdery sometimes.
2: (laughs) It's yeah, it's a deep cut uh, reference where he's just like, yeah, um, Silas, you you said you said what? Oh, okay. But you know, Percy's good at this because he did the same thing with uh with Iris. She she mentioned the Louvre one time and he brought the Louvre to her. Yeah. So if he overheard someone saying, like, hey, remember that time Silas punched that guy's face off? He's like, Oh, mm, interesting. Mm. All he had so- to do was have
0: like one conversation with Elton. Be like, Hey Elton, what do you think of Silas? <laughs> like, oh he's a pretty good guy, except for that one time he threw me across the room. He's like, excuse me. It's like, yeah, he's got some anger management stuff. Damn, like, yeah, one yeah, time he like, punched
1: the guy's face off. Noted. You know, check.
0: <laughs> Uh,
1: A little idea bulb goes on over his head.
0: Yeah. So it could be as simple as that. Um, All right. So I I think like Percy is like a candidate. We know him the least. We trust him the least. You'd think that Percy could, he's missing. So
2: that's a candidate. He didn't do that to his uncle, did he? Did he? I don't think so. It's the uncle who raised
1: him.
0: Yeah, the uncle who raised him. He. Oh, we only I know, mean, We barely know Tony. Maybe not a great guy.
1: But he Give had such a, a. He had such a heartwarming story that he gave to yeah. Felix, and I, I don't. I don't think we're meant to believe that that was made up.
2: I mean, unless we're all getting kind, right? That's like, what I'm like, saying. It's part of the. This is all part of the big ruse. If if it was Percy. Then Tony's in on it as well. (laughs) He made the ultimate sacrifice so that Percy could get away with their things.
1: (laughs) It's like, okay, now I want you to punch my face off. (laughs) And then grab Big Mo and then jump into the (laughs) truck.
0: Big Mo. (laughs) Is this where Big Mo is? Is Big Mo now in like the cavity where Tony's face used to be? Maybe he big mowed his face off.
2: Yeah, it's just possible. like
0: grabs him with the bowling ball and just like smack.
1: You know, this lock, it, yeah, this is the worst Mr. Met. Yeah, this is worst Mr. Met impression ever. <laughs> could,
0: it, could it be Huck? This is the
2: Huck Flash <clears throat> episode. Don't be disrespectful, Lance Corporal Jennifer. What Jennifer Malik. <laughs> let's let's give, right? her what, give her, her what. <laughs> Lance Corporal Jennifer Malik.
1: She told give Jennifer. Her, it, it, her it is power. so disappointing that she's named Jennifer. It you
0: know, is. Just, yeah, we no gotta keep to all the right. Jennifer's Ugh. out there. But come on,
1: is this Ugh. the first Jennifer in the Walking Dead universe?
0: Um, I am. I am not recalling too many. Any, oh, well, uh, Morgan. Morgan's wife was Jenny, I believe. Oh, okay, mm, okay. Is that Jennifer or Virginia? Ah. Uh. It's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, that would add a little bit of uh, additional poignancy to Morgan's rivalry with Virginia. No, oh, yeah, makes sense. You man. have my wife's name. There can only be one. Um,
1: <laughs> well, there is only one.
0: Could His it be? Ed. Could it be too soon? Uh, could it be <laughs> that Huck did this? Because I think that this this episode did not, for me, answer. Uh, declaratively, Mm -hmm. like, like, this gave us, like, some backstory on Huck and, you know, what she's willing to do, which lines she's willing to cross, which lines she's not willing to cross. Um, I don't think it rules Huck out of having done this. I'm still very much on the page of, like, Huck is the traitor. Huck is, Huck is working for Julia Ormond. Mm -hmm. Um, but whether or not she's, like, an out and out, I don't, I don't think she's, like, an out and out bad guy. I think that that's a piece of what the flashback. Show it to us. I think if she's working for Julia Ormond, it's because she thinks that there's a very good reason to. Um, but could there be a very good reason to punch off Tony's face? He's a magician. Yeah, such
2: I'm sorry. I know there's a magician listening to this, and they're screaming right now, and they're they're horrified. But I, and I and I I I too am horrified by your existence. Just, <laughs> I just feel like if you're going to be a magician, just step it up to wizard. It's right there. Sorcerer.
1: <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I, I want to make my apologies. My apologies to Scott Green if he's listening to this. I'll that. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> look, I have spent in the before time plenty of time at the Magic Castle in Los Angeles, and it's a delight. It's a delight, but it's also frightening. And like, I don't know mm. that I, I anyone who has the abilities that a Tony possesses. I'm I'm, I'm immediately going to be fairly fearful of you. Uh, your yeah. your sleights of hand, your sleights of face, and so, a lot magic- to handle. Magic is fun until it's not,
2: and it's that's true. the same thing I was. And I, that's what I saw in Elton when he was <laughs> learning the magic. I was like, "This is precious," and then I was like, "But I could see him taking this way too far."
0: Yeah, way I love, too. I love I loved Elton this week. Uh, could that be it? Could Elton? Uh, could Elton have killed Tony? <laughs> the student becomes the master.
2: You had to
0: re- usurp him and take his yeah. uh, his his mantle. I don't yeah. know what was it. I'm going it to eat your brains and gain your knowledge. Is <laughs> what he did. yes. Sure. Be. Okay. <laughs> sure. Do we do no. we have a, a serious thought on what happened to Tony? Is it do oh, should we take a bet? Like do we want to like take official stance because you assume that we'll know next
1: week? I think it's got to be either I, I don't think literal werewolf Silas, but I think Silas disassociative episode is probably the most popular one, but I also don't put it past the show to have the very first scene of the next show be Oh, it was an accident! Like, look at this concrete block that's over there. It just fell on his head out of nowhere, and I guess nobody was murdered after all.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. it's like Looney Tunes style. fell and yep. an anvil fell from the sky. Yeah,
2: basically, and yeah. and our poor Silas is just drunk in the in the bathroom <laughs> so he missed it all. He wakes up like, "What's what's happening?" And they're like, you and they're like, "Yeah, what did I miss?" Like, well, that anvil just kept jumping and falling on to Tony's face until yeah. it was gone. No, yeah. I can see that. Do you think that the show could just bring us a random, like, culprit? Yeah, just, I was thinking like, that too. Pop-up yeah. To the person?
0: Yeah. yeah, it's like another, another person that was at this facility who was, like, secretly hiding out. It's like, mm-hmm. now I gotta, like, uh, and, and Tony's probably like, hey, friend, take it easy. Uh, right. We're all good friends here. And the guy's like, no, nah! I just punched his face off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can see that. I don't
2: want that. I'd prefer it to be somebody in the group, you know. Keep it fun, keep it fresh. I don't want anybody new.
0: This it was it was like some uh, some like uh, serious. Uh, it, it was like a real escalation, you know, for a few weeks now. Be like, they're never gonna kill any of these people. Like they all, you know. And then like Tony seemed like he was being indoctrinated as part of the family. And then suddenly you get to the end of the episode, and this dude's got no face anymore. Uh, so it was like <laughs> a real escalation of the gore factor for like actual recognizable characters. It's like, hey, world beyond. Wow, you really went there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um so i don't know that's stuck with me r.i.p tony uh sad to lose you good for podcasting tony with his bag of tricks uh gone gone too soon for the for the sake of podcasting i guess we'll find out what happens to to percy um truth or dare was fun right Did we like that
1: i feel like if you're hope you're never picking truth
0: yeah. You're always <laughs> picking
1: dare. Why did you pick truth? Yeah. Like the truth question twice. could very easily be Hey, have you ever murdered a pregnant woman with a gun when you were seven?
0: Yeah. A standard question on in a game of truth or dare. Uh, uh, yeah. truth,
1: is, do you know what
2: happened to. Hey, what happened to mom's mom? <laughs> mom?
0: It's like, <laughs> just. Uh, that's a very specific question. Uh, and,
2: you know, since they're in the confines of a game, you can't lie. Yeah. yeah.
0: You have to tell the truth. Truth you know. or dare.
2: Did you kill. Did you kill. Her? Oh, <laughs> mom? Did you kill? She's like, did I say truth? I'm kind of mid dare. I'm dare. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I dare you to relive, relive the moment when you killed Ellen's mom. No. Yeah. <laughs> I dare. I dare you to tell us where you got that necklace from. How about
0: that? Did yeah. you carry that around? Percy is yeah. a real piece of work. This kid. I kind of yeah. like him. Yeah, he's he's the, Big Dean energy, as we said last week.
2: Big Dean energy for yeah. sure. Yeah. That BDE. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I cool thought he is i did think that his thing with his whole flirt man so with uh with iris i think it's cute let's talk about the the young young adult you know novel that this is, is right great. it's like hey yeah. i was
0: wondering if you uh could meet me at the it's truck in out. an hour it's like oh yeah sure why like, oh well uh, uh this- my hands uh, are gonna be cold then you know it's like oh well know? i can just give you these gloves now it's like yeah, no but yeah, they're not cold yet They'll be in cold an hour. They'll be really cold in an hour. Really like, I don't people. understand. Look, I'm trying to bang. Okay, <laughs> I, I need you to warm my hands. Don't you get that? I want you to go to the truck,
2: and we're gonna do it. We're That's gonna warm it. hands at the truck. Uh, yeah, that and Iris wasn't. She wasn't any better. I mean, when she hit him with the like, hey, if you want to read read me some books sometime, I um, I love for you to read me a bedtime story. I was like. I was like Silas, like, I don't like this. No, <laughs> like, I don't like that. You at kids. All. Yeah. You, you kids. I, how dare you? You sleep in separate rooms. So Just,
0: where, where <laughs> were you on in, in the Silas, uh, of it all? Like, were you Silas looking at these people being like, I don't like this at all? Uh, or were you, were, did you have a softer gaze toward? No,
1: I, I was more like, get it, girl. Yeah. And I really feel like this. This is Percy's alibi yeah. because he yeah. can be like, "I didn't kill my uncle with my fists because I was too busy building this exquisite shag shack." I was
2: trying to shag, baby. He was curating art
0: for yeah. his museum. You and guys don't it, call it that. Yeah. yeah, and
1: it's weird that she is that was what like, "What we yes. call
0: it these days? Curating, curating art." Yeah. I mean, would you like to come would up and see my hands. Headpiece?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> would you like to see the Mona Lisa smile? Yeah. <laughs> I
1: can Mona Lisa smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah
0: smaller on in person than uh <laughs> yeah, <anyway. laughs>
1: I, I really had a problem with defacing the books though and I feel like yeah. Iris would too
0: yeah
2: she she kind of seemed like she was a little taken aback by it and then she fell asleep reading the defaced the, the books so I guess she got over it I think that wasn't at the top of her priority list but I think when she looks back at that moment she's gonna not like it too much uh, I did find it fascinating that and I'm with Percy on this one if someone asks you a truth or, truth or dare, and you're like, oh, I just really want to go to the Louvre. Like, girl, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> we are drinking right now. What is yeah, wrong right. with you? Yeah,
0: stop yeah, talking to like, talking about the Louvre.
2: Like, trust me on this one. You're going to go to the Louvre, and you're going to see that velvet rope around the Mona Lisa that's keeping you at least 25 feet away from it. And you're going to be
0: so unenthused. Uh, the Louvre is... Paris generally is not a place I would want to be underwhelming. It's underwhelming in real life. <laughs> it's underwhelming in real life to a degree. I agree. Uh mm-hmm. I've only been the one time and I didn't uh, it's, I, it's a hot t- I didn't love
2: it. It's only so many times somebody can offer you to buy to, to sell you a selfie stick in the middle
0: of this big romantic city that you start to realize it is not that romantic. It actually. would be it would be scary like uh, there's a lot of underground situations Catacombs would be lit in the apocalypse. No, yes. no that'd catacombs, be that'd be bad. Oh, yeah. if they go to Paris, we can do
2: American Vampire and like and the werewolf thing. Like we can do all That's this. Where the Strigoi are? We can, can do all god. this thing. Oh
1: my sense. god, American Paris Werewolf lit. in
2: Paris. This yes. this is yeah. I like this. Silas Things are coming together. Thing things yes. are coming together. Yeah. You can't have I, a young adult novel without
1: werewolves.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I will say I don't I don't love Paris as a tourist, but if you just like hang out there and don't do the tourist things, it's kind of like New York. It's a kind of a cool place to be, but yeah. I still would not want to be anywhere near the catacombs in the zombie apocalypse. It'd be scary. <laughs> It'd be scary. Yeah.
0: yeah. When travel's a thing again, I'll I'll give it another shot. I'll just do the New York thing in in Paris.
1: Yeah, like just yeah. eat some good food and like hang out in parks and go to carousels. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's
2: yeah. very fun. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Is anybody shocked that Felix was very, very excited to see the Mountain Dew? Um,
1: <laughs> I can't believe,
0: I cannot believe we've gotten, you know, a decently over an hour at this point. and And Chappelle, this is the first time we're talking about the Mountain Dew.
2: I just uh, don't understand how that wasn't the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> because Silas drinking Mountain Dew, yeah, okay, I can see that. But Silas, I mean, I'm sorry, Felix going up for Mountain Dew the way he did. Like, bro, I used to drink Mountain Dew all the time. Holy shit! shit. shit. I was like, yeah. this is all on brand. This yeah. is right around what I thought. He's like, what yeah. the hell, Huck? You couldn't find any code red? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it, or, were they all out of Surge? Yeah. I just thought it was <laughs> Like his reaction was right on brand. That's exactly what I expected.
1: <laughs> I really do not feel like this is going to taste good. 10 years after the fall of civilization is a very good selling point for a beverage.
0: Yeah, probably not. Um, that being said, it's one of my favorite instances of product placement in oh, like yes. a oh, thing sure. that I can recall in recent no. memory. Like, oh, is this better Dude, than like Twinkies? Thinks, yeah, Right. You know, I feel like they could, they could definitely throw some Twinkies on there. Like you could, there could have been a scene where Felix and Huck were just like plowing Twinkies and chugging it down with the dew. Yeah. Yeah. We should keep
2: track of all the,
0: the, the new
2: name, like the name brand, uh, food and drinks that they have in the apocalypse and just kind of try to create like a picnic. Uh, yeah. because now we have, what well, didn't we have ginger ale or something though, One in, oh, the, yeah. in the high school. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, they got
0: some like, Yeah. Yeah.
2: They got the sneagrams and now we have, uh, the dew and then we know the Twinkies are going to be around for a long time. I think we should just start building a little knapsack full of, uh, <laughs> full of goodies for, Look. for later on.
1: Well, I don't know if you've realized that you are on the exact right Podcast yeah. or this kind of thing because we're going to be bringing back crunchy mouth sounds.
0: Yeah, we're, oh we're yeah, gonna, and a sandwich. We're, we're going to get a lot going on here with the snacks. Uh, I love World Beyond. It's just like unashamedly like swimming in that sweet corporate sponsorship cash. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you do you do a like a, a a five minute segment on Mountain Dew. You go for it. You know <laughs> they bought it. You you got to sell it now, and so they like literally took like. It was probably like a 30 second scene about Mo- Mountain Dew. That's a lot of, it's a lot of real estate that Mountain Dew bought on The Walking Dead World Beyond, Jess. I,
1: I have some sympathy for Mountain Dew though, in this, <laughs> is this scenario, because Josh, how long ago was this series supposed to air? So this means <laughs> Mountain Dew put their sponsorship money in and they are getting no ROI until, until last night.
0: Yeah, it's a long wait. Uh, this should have been what? This should have been like, May let's call it mm-hmm. May 17th is when yeah. this should have aired. I don't know. I'm making that up. But like some late May, early June not Laura. Uh like I think like they they had to wait a long time for this Mountain Dew spot to show up. May have screwed mm-hmm. up all kinds of ad campaigns. We don't know. A lot's been disrupted. Uh, and I think that it does to your point, Jess. I think that's fair. Like t- let's take a moment to tiny violin for That Mountain Dew ad got derailed by the on. Like, what if there was
1: going to be a whole thing around this? Like, what if we're going to have zombie apocalypse commercials for Mountain Dew?
0: Yes. It would have been cool. I I could see them now. We're the ones who lost. Yeah. Yeah. We lost so much. So much. The Mountain Dew. So much this year. (laughs) 2020,
2: man. I I swear. (laughs) I'm
0: Like, this is probably probably the biggest grievance I've got now. Yeah. top Uh, Top five, at least. Yeah. I think that's that's fair uh feel yeah i feel being like oh shit you
1: brought the dew <laughs> uh
0: was was really good And i feel like there will be like that huck heel turn later on and he's like i can't believe you did this and he's like but I, I was still your friend i got you mountain dew he's like oh yeah you're right and that'll be like what heals <laughs> the rift so remember
2: yeah Probably what movie is that home. yeah what movie is that when um oh god what's his name uh uh, is uh is it like Twenty One Jump Street where the guys like finds out that they're cops and he goes, but I thought we were friends. We ate Taco Bell. Yeah, you know Taco Taco Bell is one of the few places you can get a Mountain Dew at a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, we had Taco Bell, we had Dew, man. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> like, like how, how could you? Yeah, yeah. That's also a movie where they say, "Where do you work?" And they go, 21 Jump Street." Uh, they're like, "Oh, they do it." Right,
1: yeah, yeah, it's yeah right, they do it. Right, right back around. Yeah, yeah.
0: they also yeah. said truth or dare in this in this episode. So yeah. you know, yeah. for the record, I screamed. It's true. <laughs> Uh, truth or dare? Oh, that's the name of the episode right? Shh, don't say that. Uh, stick to your line, Silas. Exactly. Uh, like, oh, I forgot I was supposed to act. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What else? What else happened in the episode this week? Any any big revelations with the Huck backstory that you want to with, with uh, Sergeant Jennifer Chappelle that you want to get into? Oh, yeah. Um, she got like five bullseyes blindfolded?
2: Yeah, that's impressive. That's terrifying. Yeah, is who scary. are we dealing with here? You know who might have punched Tony's face off? Hook. Yeah, mm-hmm. She might have done it. She she is Hawkeye. Yeah. She was she like daredevil. She's just throwing darts blindfolded and they act as though this is kind of normal for her. And so if you had told me that she just got up and decided, you know what? I'm going to punch Tony's face off. I wouldn't put it past her.
0: She's got the skill set. The capability, at least. Yeah, I think. At least. Is is their motive questionable? Is their ability? I would guess. Yeah. She's Uh, got the
2: stomach for it. She does. She shot down all those Marines to save those civilians. And I wouldn't be shocked at her punching Tony's face off to, you know, to save Silas or, you know, for the greater good. I wouldn't be terribly shocked. So she could be the. And we already think she's the turncoat. So right. this was a big episode for me for Hook because I actually kind of care about her a lot more now that I know that she's like a trained assassin. So you, the, mm-hmm. Listen, I'm just <laughs> saying. From the moment I saw her with the bullseye, nothing else mattered. I thought this person is an insane person, and whatever happens after here, you can't take. Yeah, you know, I'm all in on. She's she's the big bad. This is who we should worry about. This she's the one who knocks. I think that's right.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. probably right. Coast that's on. how I feel. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I think she's she's like the. Yeah, she, she I, I think like there's there's a lot of reason to think that right now anything sus belongs to Huck. She was mm-hmm. gone for an entire episode. This episode didn't really give us any major clarity on like what she could have been doing in that time. Looking for boots. You know, like she shows back, she comes Relatable. back. You know, like they're, they, they very conveniently, like, it's like, oh, well, we're throwing them off because we're giving you a huck flashback. She couldn't have been the, the killer. We didn't reveal anything about that in this episode. It's like, well, you revealed like the capacity for a betrayal mm-hmm. and you didn't, you didn't show, you have, you've conspicuously left out like, her joining up with the university and who's her true allegiance toward all of that stuff. He didn't show I mean, us what the like, hell she was doing on that episode where she yeah, was missing. Exactly. So like, there yeah. are still uh major red flags for this character. Like you're not, you're not sucker me by giving us a Huck flashback here. Like I still fully buy that. She could be, she could be the one. And then as it pertains to, to Tony, if she sees something like advantageous about like getting rid of Tony and uh, and and Percy, and maybe even like setting up Silas. Maybe she thinks that like Silas is a risk. Maybe we should uh, cut bait from Silas right now. Uh, I think that like she she met Tony for all of like a day. She's like, ah, I wasn't here when you guys bonded with Tony. I'm mm-hmm. I'm fine to get rid of Tony here. Um, if she thinks that this is for a greater good of like getting everybody to New York because that's what Julia Ormond secretly wants, then <laughs> you know it makes it makes some sense to me. Could Julia Ormond have punched Tony's face off?
1: Isn't she back in Julia Ormondland?
0: We think we don't Ormondland. Know. Yeah, <laughs> Ormondland. <laughs> Ormondland. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Or she has people for that. She's not like Virginia, who's going to go like marching into the the fiery oil fields. She's no. going to send her her hucks to go do that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I think she's. I think her hands are clean on this one. Yeah,
1: yep. you got to have a lot of hucks if you're going to run a if you're going to run a post apocalyptic camp.
0: I think we There's may have just enough Huck to to knock Tony's face off. I think it's a <laughs> very yeah. strong possibility.
1: Yeah. I have some. Oh, Big Mo. Yeah, yeah. Big Mo. I have some oh. meta thoughts about the zombie apocalypse that Ooh, kind yeah. of occurred to me while we were watching this. And one of them is like the, the, horrible storytelling trope of you're, you're somewhere and you're having your real life and then you kind of pan over to the TV news that's showing a thing that's very germane to the plot. I hate that. Yeah, um, But it did kind of make me think a little bit more about what the early days of the zombie apocalypse must have been like, uh, which we got a little bit in fear, but we didn't get a whole ton of it. Um, and the one thing that kind of stuck out to me is The reason that the zombie apocalypse would get so nuts so fast is because everybody would just be assuming that there's going to be a cure for it at some point. So they don't just go straight to stab it through the head so it doesn't kill you. And they also don't know at this point, like, how are people infected? How do you know somebody's infected? How is it transmitted? So I see kind of the point of the Marines that are like, yeah, this room full of refugees and this crying baby, that might be a zombie baby. We got to kill them all. I see why they get to that point, And I see why everything breaks down because they just don't have the information. And, you know, even if they do have the information, I think we've learned this year, there's probably a lot of people out there saying the information is not true.
0: Yes. Zombies aren't real. Yeah, zombies aren't real. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's the left. They're
2: trying to, uh, they, what is that, yes. uh, Fear monger. You fear the walking dead monger. Yes. You into believing that you're in danger and you're not. Um, and this happens mostly in election years, honestly. So I could yeah. see if this was an election year where people wouldn't believe it, I could see it.
0: When yeah. did the zombie outbreak happen in the world of the Walking? Dead? I
1: thought it was twenty
0: ten. Okay, so we're just a little bit shy. It's a so, midterm year. Would have mid-term. would have explained something, and yeah, maybe you know, midterms are intense too. Oh, yeah. Um, I think there's some good points here. Uh, I think so too. You know, this whole, like uh, I don't know. I don't buy it. Uh, you know, Rebecca's just sick. It's just a classic mm-hmm. blue. Uh, I mean look at Herschel. He was keeping a barn full of people
2: that he like, like really loved, yeah. you know. And so, <laughs> so not, even if you had the tour, he's like, he's like they can get a cure.
0: We can cure yeah. these people, right? Great like, yeah. 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 Uh, it's it's a lot more realistic these days, I think, a lot of the the elements of these shows it makes more sense to me now.
2: Speaking of realistic, yeah. can we talk about drunk Elton, please?
0: Yeah, we actually I guess speaking of things Elton, getting very real.
2: Elton's corner. Um mm. So this hope time I mean, got to talk to you. Hope I hope it's nice over you. <laughs> I just have one I
0: got to talk to you about it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um so I like I don't like that he's like it seems like he's has been with uh, with Hope. I don't oh, like you, that cuz I just don't, I don't see that working out for him for a number of reasons yeah. but I just yeah, I don't like that but um, I like when he took off his little jacket to give to her, like, are you cold? She said, I'm cold. He said, I, here's my jacket. And she said, no, I don't want to touch Corduroy actually. And so he's like, oh, I'm sorry. So he put this jacket back on. He has his little coffee mug full of booze. He's drinking it. He says, hey, so, so what do we do now? How do we, do we need chairs? He was very invested in the, in the, the party. I, I loved every moment of him trying, figuring out what truth or for the first time because he has a lot of knowledge just not about normal things Um, uh, so i like that he even his moment where he seemingly was going to say something very heartfelt to hope i yeah he's he's awesome yeah. i i i lived for every moment of drunk elton my notes literally just say all drunk elton with those mm-hmm. little like crying eyes i was very happy <laughs> to see him in that moment um yes this is this is my kind of content. Give me I loved it.
0: I I love drunk Elton. Uh yeah. this is like very evocative, like the first times I ever got drunk as a kid. I was like, oh man, I've I, the hope you just you can't let him get to you. You know, <laughs> yeah,
1: that,
0: he's not one of us, Percy. He's lucky to be here and you're one of you know, you're one of us. I hope. I hope yeah. you know that.
1: <laughs> okay. I, and I do. I'm a very huggy drunk.
0: So, yeah. you know, I loved every second of it. It was perfect. And the best was when she was like, Yeah, uh, I'm just going to go up to the roof. You just hang out here. And then he's just like, he has that very relatable moment of like being in the stairwell, being like, oh, My life is kind of flashing before my eyes right
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good talk. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Just like the stunned silence of like suddenly being alone and being like, I might be drunk this might be a thing
2: <laughs> i'll go have a seat now yeah, i think i might be
0: drunk i think maybe it worked if he yeah. gets
2: drunk and starts doing magic tricks that's what i'm saying this is why i need tony to go because if he's like look what i can do look i can make this thing disappear now, like, yeah. like like elton you're drunk he's like no i'm not drunk you're drunk let you're me show you yeah. let me pull this quarter from behind your ear like i don't i don't want that for him so r.i.p tony but good riddance
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. I like seeing these kids get a get a chance to be kids. You know, we've seen a couple of these moments throughout the show, and I'm glad. You know, that's what this is all about, right? Just let let these little tykes be little tykes. You know, just let them let the little endlings do their little endling thing. You know, these these sweet little five year old children. Yeah. You know.
1: Now, Twitter sphere i, I want I want you to understand that Josh Wigler literally thinks these people are infants, so you need to ask yeah. him a bunch of time and correct him on the fact that they are supposed to be thrown like
0: you know like five six usual sure yeah,
1: yeah. Ta- Kindergarten. There's,
2: there's yeah. at at the very least yeah um i i I know I too think these are tiny 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 humans uh but um so I think that makes it a little bit more like weird to me that Percy was trying to do what he was trying to do and that uh, like Iris was also trying to do what she was trying to do yeah. because these are like you know that scene in Game of Thrones and Arya does the thing and everybody's screaming at the television because it just doesn't feel right yeah uh, that was what I thought was coming <laughs> I was I like, don't want to yeah. watch this I feel weird yeah. Yeah. I was like not the Louvre yeah. Iris gosh <laughs> have to, have go straight, please <laughs> oh, uh, this Percy's a monster punch his face off uh, so yeah for me they're t- they're still little babies. They don't need to be in those situations. I maybe maybe take the alcohol from all of them except Elton.
0: Yeah, you know, give make, Elton get the rest of it. Yeah, um, who's and, the uncle Elton? And keep <laughs> keep it from Silas too, because we don't we don't know what's happening with Silas. Punching people's face off. We're we're nervous. Uh, anything else from
1: keep just keep Silas off the alcohol.
0: Anything else? <laughs> anything else uh, about our our sweet little endlings here this week, Jess?
1: Um. I think, well, we learned where the lab is. Oh, yeah. So nice. yeah.
0: Yeah. They're like, oh, it's, so now we've got a spot in New York that we're aiming for. It's like, okay, that's, good. To be honest,
1: that's probably where I would have looked first. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, so they've got a spot.
2: Yeah. They they clean that up really, really nicely. Because we were still trying to figure out, like, so you're just going to go to New York. And the, even, matter of fact, to Tony's credit, he was thinking the same thing we're thinking. Like, where are you, you guys going? You know, New going? York's a really big place. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, but we're just going to New York. He's like, yeah, but where? And they're like, come on, come
0: on, just try.
2: And What's they,
1: up?
0: Like well learned education. Uh they put that to good use. They're like, this is where we're going. I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. Good map reading skills. This is impressive.
2: Yeah. yeah. So now we don't need you anymore, and you can punch your face off.
0: Yeah. So they got a destination. Uh can they get there with a season and change still to go? So they've got uh three episodes of season one plus 10 episodes of season two, 13 episodes to reach New York from their current whereabouts. Can we do this without a montage, Jess, or a well, time skip?
1: I was going to ask you, Josh, when you thought they would eventually make it there. I mean, they got a truck, so we're going to speed things up quite a bit now. Yeah. But I think they probably roll up to Ithaca at the end of season one. Here.
0: It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Uh, Yeah, I think that that sounds right. Or like in like season one ends in some sort of way. And then season two begins with them about to be in Ithaca. And we will have to like, figure out we will have to like fill in the gap of what happened between the end of season one and how they got there in season two.
1: I think the season one ends with them standing on the edge of the gorge, Mm. looking out across at at the Cornell campus and being like, we've made it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I like it. I'm down. I think that that's fine, man. Ithaca is a really tough place to get to. Uh, yeah, there aren't, there aren't a lot of like main highways that get you to Ithaca. Like you have to like get off 81 and do all sorts of mm-hmm. terrible maneuvers. Like it's a, it's not like a straight shot. So this is they they picked a tough place to to yeah to have like, to get to. So with 13 episodes, I feel like yeah, I think you like need 13 episodes to get to Ithaca.
1: I think the last like three episodes of the season are just going to be them like going up to Albany and doubling back and gonna, finding yeah. out that there's no good way to get there. Yeah. It's Was hard. this the plot to road trip? Weren't they going to? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were going to, to, to. Boston. Uh, Boston, No, it's Austin. It's Austin. Uh, Austin. And I think (laughs) think
1: there's that scene where they get in the car and then they look up the camera and they say, it's time to go on our road trip.
0: Yeah, (laughs) and I think that is the perfect place to call it here. (laughs) We're not going to top that. We're not going to top that. All right, so we have one more Fear of the Walking Dead next week. uh, And then uh, additionally, we'll have uh, a Walking Dead world beyond the sky. Is a graveyard is next week's The Walking Dead World. Beyond. Are they still drunk? I think yeah. he's sing that to The Sky is a Graveyard. So that's coming next week, uh November twenty second. We'll be back here talking about the fear midseason finale and the I guess like kind of the penultimate week at least of uh Walking Dead World Beyond uh before we get into two hours of World Beyond the following week. Uh Chappelle, what else is going on in your neck of the woods? Where can people find you? What do you got going on?
2: You can find me here. <laughs> if, you want, <laughs> if you want to read more about me, though, I was in the newsletter last week on post-show mm-hmm. recaps, thanks to Jess. And I got to uh, share a little bit of my uh, origin story, I guess you could say. Um, so you'll you'll find out nothing that you already didn't know that I like Grey's Anatomy a lot and a bunch of other reality TV shows. And I just watch a little bit of everything, but uh, yeah, this, this I think I got something, something cooking with Rob, maybe in the future on uh, Rob has a, a podcast, but right now, no, weekly you can find me here just hanging out with you guys and uh you know standing elton week to week hoping that nothing happens to him and he just continues to drink and, and grow
0: into not a magician jess what's going on in your neck of the woods
1: well it's interesting josh i was thinking this week about how i podcast four times a week about four different shows but it's not a straight shot because i have this show that is
0: two shows in a- one
1: yeah, it's two shows in one, and then I have mm-hmm. two weekly shows about The Amazing Race over on Rob's website, mm-hmm. and we have the regular recap where we talk about what happened in the episode, and then we have the tar pit, which is the place we go for all of the nonsense. And so we had an especially great nonsense podcast this week, which I highly recommend everybody go check out. And then I'm also talking just one podcast per show for Star Trek Discovery with the great Mike Bloom, and we're having a lot of fun with that as well.
0: All right, so lots going on in Jess's world. Chappelle is getting ready. He's putting the document together for the hospital. Uh Yes.
2: Yes. I have so many thoughts. So, what what what's the patron level we're looking for? 25,000? I will <laughs>
0: Let's let's gauge the room. Let's read the room. Mhm. You know, what do you all think? The hospital, we could talk. We could figure that out. That could be fun. Uh yeah. So, maybe there's something there. Uh, there is a ton, regardless, happening on post show recaps. There's the Mandalorian stuff. Um, Latanya and I were talking Mandalorian this week. Kevin took a seat on the bench, but he's going to be swinging back into action later this week, talking Spider-Man with me on everything is super. Uh, we've got a lot of things happening with Lost on Down the Hatch. The Avatar kids are at it again. Uh, as Zach and kids talk, talking about Aang and the gang on, uh, Aang in there the last airbender rewatch uh, and and so much more Joe Garfine showing up on origin story this week. It's going to be a fun time. We're actually also finally closing out our Lovecraft country coverage, a uh, long awaited finale podcast coming your way later this week after uh, about a month from the finale took us that I'm long so to put our thoughts together. Uh, so that is coming your way this week as well. Uh, Josh, so, can yeah. I make an endorsement? Yeah, of course. Yes.
2: Uh, if you guys are listeners to this podcast and don't listen to uh, the uh, Post Show Recaps Theater and you haven't heard uh, Josh and Emily Fox uh, talk about Clueless. But Haley Strong, I strongly recommend it. As you know, that's one of
0: my faves. So <laughs> we had a good <laughs> it time,
2: was a good time. I thoroughly enjoyed every second of it. That's we had really,
0: investment. the, the, the stuff that we're doing on the Patreon feed, I think is a blast. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, obviously we are incentivized to tell you to sign up for the Patreon because if you do so, you're supporting our livelihood. And that's wonderful. We like that. Uh, mm-hmm. but also you're getting something for it. You get, you get new shows. Uh, we get a, a weekly movie club show, post show recaps theater. You get weekly community access. So it's just a, it's a fun, it's a fun time. It's a fun time. Think about it. Patreon.com slash post show recaps, uh, is the way to go for all that. And yeah, the Clueless one was fun this week. Uh, we've got Clue coming up this week with Allie Lasher will be joining us to talk about Clue. Uh, so keep an ear out for that. We'll be back next week with more zombie and potentially werewolf shenanigans as well. <laughs> We just don't know uh, who punched off Tony's face. Hopefully we find out next week uh, as we start to near the end of the world beyond season one. And as we do reach the midpoint of fear, the walking dead next week until then, everybody take care. Bye Bye.